1077 GNA, Albany's number one for new country. Brian and Chrissy and the GNA Morning Rush. Good morning. Thank you guys for having us on. St. Patrick's Day is here. And there's a lot to celebrate with that, of course. Also, people are excited about Beauty and the Beast, which opens up uh, tonight. It's going to be a smash at the box office. But is it any good? We'll talk to our buddy Lights Camera Jackson coming up next. And first, though, I mean, we have to play... Get into it. We, we have to get play the it. annoying part of it. <laughs> the music. He was and now he is dear and so unsure. I wonder why I didn't see it there before. He just knows every word. <laughs> it's like my favorite yeah. song. <laughs> all right, I'm all set with that. I mean, I really, yeah, Emma I mean, Watson as Belle. Can't you just talk that out? Can't we just discuss this? Why do we got to sing everything? You liked Frozen, sir. <laughs> you liked Frozen. I did. She and was that letting was it. it go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to let this go, I guess. I think you do. Here he is. This is our first segment with uh, an old friend. Uh, it's Lights Camera Jackson. Good morning, Jax. How are you, buddy? I'm great, guys. Great to be back on with you all. Hello to everybody out there, all the GNA listeners. And I got to say, you played my church from Marin Morris, one of my mother's favorite songs. If you could do that every single, before every single segment, she will listen for sure to every single one of these segments live. Well, I'll tell you what, if it's anything like the old station we were on, we'll be playing it an awful lot. <laughs> I haven't gotten used to the rotation here <laughs> like we did at the other. Um, all right. So are, are people going to like this film? Boy, you know, Beauty's my all-time favorite movie, the 1991 Disney animated classic, and I've had my fingers crossed for the last three years when they announced that they were doing a live-action version of this movie, hoping they would get it right. I saw that it's 45 minutes longer than the original, and I go, oh, no. Then I see the movie about a week and a half ago in New York, and they changed so much of this story. They changed so many of the characters. They twist everything up, you guys. I mean, it was one of the weirdest movie experiences of my life watching this film. Songs and characters that I love and know so well just get kind of destroyed in front of my face. So now you talk about the changes. They're key changes. I mean, they're they're big storylines that people got familiar with and loved that they decided to change. Yeah. Maurice is not the crazy inventor anymore. There's crazy new subplots involving Gaston, a little bit of Belle. They add new songs, which I actually don't hate the new songs. I I think they're all right. But, yeah, they they do so much to this. They knew new character swerves. At one point, this movie becomes a time travel film. And I go, what in the world were they thinking? They just decided to change this. Bill Condon, the director who also did Dreamgirls and the writers of this movie, thought, we're just going to change it for the sake of changing it. And that is not going to make diehard fans, the original like me, happy at all. Did they do this to Cinderella, too, or no? Did they stay true to Cinderella and then they just decided to switch this one up? Yeah, I mean, I loved the Cinderella that came out two years ago because he, uh, Kenneth Branagh took a bit more of a dramatic approach to okay. it, and it still worked. There were still the fun elements of uh, the fairy godmother and some of the animals, but it was really dramatic, and it worked. That ballroom sequence in Cinderella, amazing. The ballroom sequence here in Beauty and the Beast, kind of underwhelming, and the Be Our Guest sequence, they even add new lines to the old songs to make them more oh, extensive. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I'm not, I know. No, I'm not saying there were any real circumstances that was going to make me love this film, but I do know something. You do you not change it. a classic. You can no. 
you can revise it, you can update it, you can, you know, use some of the technology you have now, obviously the actors and actresses, but there are certain things that really, like, unless you have to, like, now when you, when you're used to seeing a a musical, a Broadway musical, and then you see it like in Washington Park, per se, they're limited as far as what they can do, so there's Mm going to be some adaptations, but with an unlimited budget like they had, all the press, all the hype, and the classic, that's a, that's a grave mistake, so with all of that being said, did you like the movie? No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get through much. I mean, it was t- it was tough. I liked the costumes and the sets. The only musical number they get right in this whole film is Gaston when Gaston and LeFou sing the song in the pub because they get the spirit of the original. It feels like either the animated movie come to life or the Broadway show. A lot of the rest of this movie was very uncomfortable for me to watch. All right, so let's talk about the controversy around Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Is Josh Gad as LeFou really Disney's first gay character? This element is so minor compared to everything else that's going on with this film and in the film. I quote my colleague Owen Gleiberman of Variety. He's silly and fawning, but I must have missed the memo where that spells gay. It's not obvious or intentionally made obvious until one extremely brief moment at the very end of the film. It's basically three seconds of LeFou starting to dance with another man. That is it. That is it as far as this is concerned. And, you know, it's so minor compared to everything else going on. And Josh Gad has said that he doesn't want this to be blown out of proportion, though it has been by the media out there recently. Um, I did see that Josh Gad surprised some movie fans at theaters last night. He's doing a lot of press for the film. Let's worry about how they changed up Beauty and the Beast. Who cares about that minor character and what is supposed to be happening? I mean, if you change a classic, that's much more controversial than this character could ever be. Yeah, and I also got to say, Emma Watson feels when you watch her as Belle a little young for the commanding role. You want to see her do kind of the sound of music twirl when she goes on the hill and sings the opening song, Belle, and you want her to hit those high notes that Paige O'Hara, the voice of Belle in the original, could hit, and she doesn't do it. She's a little young for the role, as it turns out. How much money will Beauty and the Beast make at the box office this weekend? They're looking at between 120 and 175 million. I'm going in the middle, about 140 to 150. The pre-sales are incredible. The most pre-sales ever for a family movie in Fandango's 17-year history. But here's another negative. I got to throw at this film. This is PG. This is not G like the original. And this is very intense for kids. It really is. There's a. It's very noisy. It's very loud. And there's a lot of dark, dark action yeah. elements in this film. Also the new versions of Lumiere and Mrs. Potts are just going to creep kids out as well. <laughs> but it's, it's not for probably kids under 10 at all. Yeah. Excellent job, Jackson. Great, great stuff. We'll talk to you next Friday, brother. Thank you. Lights-camera-jackson.com. All the movie reviews. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bye. Have a great Jackson. weekend. Thank you. you. Too. Bye-bye.